listening to Marriage Survival Boot Camp. We are not professionals, nor are we counselors. This is really for entertainment purposes only. You may hear graphic details about our lives. Sorry, Sorry Dad. Dad. Such sights to show you. A wife can cook and slave and clean for you all day long. You would never think of saying something pleasant to her. You wouldn't even think of doing a simple little gentlemanly thing like tipping your hat. You might as well get this into your head. It's for men only. So it's final, it's settled, and it's over and done with. In order for real change to happen in any relationship, whether it's a marriage, a friendship, family relationships, there needs to be open dialogue. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of Marriage Survival Boot Camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm April Gallaty. And I'm Dame Gallaty. And we are your hosts for this little adventure. Um, Just, I guess, quick and off the top, if you haven't listened to the pilot, um, we've been married uh, 23 years this year in May. Uh, 2018, we'll be married 23 years in May. And uh, we have a lot of people ask us, hey, how do y'all do it? How do we do it? So how have we gotten by this long? And we every don't know. yeah, we don't know. Every time somebody asks, we don't really have a set answer. And it's this is something we actually discuss among ourselves a lot, which yeah. is has been a, a discussing our relationship, where it is, how it stands, and 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 how we function within it has been a long-standing tradition for us actually. Yeah, and uh, you know, what we do isn't going to necessarily work for everyone, but these are the things that worked for us. These are Things we've discovered as we've been together for so long. So we thought we'd share it with everyone. Yep. So uh, Marriage Survival Boot Camp number three, we're going to call this one High School Sweethearts. Aww. Aww. But before we do that, we need to kind of get the, the housekeeping out of the way. Yes. Let's talk some housekeeping. Yes. So Marriage Survival Boot Camp is brought to you by You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Meow. Meow. Yeah. Thank you, Christopher Boatwright. Thank you, Christopher. Um, so, uh, like I said, uh, you're going to meow podcast network is the uh, network that brings this wonderful little podcast to you. We also happen to be the owners of the podcast network. So if you ever need to get in touch with us about the podcast, the network, want to do your own podcast, give us a holler. Um, Damon's, uh, email is Damon, D-A-M-O-N at you going to meow.com. Mine is April at you going to meow.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr, and soon YouTube. Soon. Um, and it's always, you know, Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Tumblr.com, slash, you gonna meow. That makes it easy. Yeah, yeah. Y-O-U. G-O-N-N-A-M-E-O-W. Perfect. So we try to keep it as consistent as possible. That's so. right. And uh, while you're there checking out uh, You Gonna Meow Podcast Network, uh, don't forget to check out some of our other shows. We have uh, Bless Your Heart, the flagship podcast of the show. This is what uh, pod, uh, flagship podcast of the network. Yeah. It is the show that started it all. It got the network off the ground and running. Uh, it is April and uh, guests in the local area that uh, are interesting. They talk about various things life in general what's going on in their in their life and I'm, I'm really thinking about changing the name of the show yeah. to uh april's bullshit show yeah. i don't know 
<laughs> I know it had started off with it. It started off with this high concept of bless your heart, where you were supposed to tell embarrassing stories about yourself, but it, it has gone far off the rails and now it's just a, a bullshit show. But that's okay. I think it's entertaining. It is. It's it's really entertaining. Sometimes it's um you know what? Let's not talk about my sh- other show on okay. this show. Let's uh, no. do other. Listen. Anyway, anyway, listen, if you want to know, go out. yeah, go, go check it out. All right, we won't get we won't get into. Let's it. talk about some of our other shows. Let on us the talk about other shows. Yeah. Yes, instead of talking about ourselves yeah. all the time. God, yeah. Jesus, April. Um, well, actually, well, no. I, oh my god, oh my god. No, anyway, so uh, VHS Vengeance. Yes, VHS Vengeance with uh, Nick Puente and Dave Lowry. These guys are hilarious. If Fucking you like, amazing. Yes, if you like B movies, if you like uh, riff tracks, if you like that sort of thing you will love these guys they do uh they do uh, a podcast on our network every other week and they pick a b movie from the vault of vhs tapes to uh to cover and uh they also do a live show uh, yeah so in, town, in portland oregon in yeah. portland oregon so if you're in the area do check out the live show too it is on facebook uh at uh VH, at VHS Vengeance on Facebook. So yeah. do check them out, but also listen to the podcast on yougonnameow.com. Yeah, definitely. And I'll give you an even better endorsement than if you love B-movies. Yeah. I'm going to tell you if you don't love B-movies. If you're like me and you don't like B-movies, you still need to listen to these guys and you still need to check out their show because they're hilarious and they make the b-movie fun and i and i'm one of those people and i love it now i want to see the movies i've heard them talk about which is they'll rip them apart and they'll tell you that they're bad they'll tell you all the ways that they're bad so it's a it's a public service (laughs) but they're great guys they're funny and they're great guys so yeah definitely check them out yeah then also speaking of funny the boo ha ha with yes. Emily Fake Holman. That's right. Yeah. Emily Emily uh, talks, brings in guests and talks about uh, ghost stories. You know, haunted mansions, haunted bridges, that sort of thing. You haunted know, streets, things and, that go yeah. bump in the night. Yeah. yeah, just all the legends and lore of of uh, things that happen in North America and uh, what people think about them. So, and I think she specifically brings in comedians to riff on yeah. the, the scary stories. Absolutely. So. You know, it takes it takes the the a little bit of the scary out of it, I guess, if you make it lighthearted and funny. So, and she's she's brilliant. She it, is. Yeah, she so. is brilliant, and it's uh, really it's worth it's a worthwhile podcast to listen to. Listen yeah. to. So do listen to that as well. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, so um, oh, uh, as you're listening to this, hopefully, if you listen to this as it goes out currently, um, we have a Patreon page we're working on. It's not up yet, but. It will be soon, and uh, we're just trying to kind of come up with some ideas for some extra content to offer you um, before we start asking for your money. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll give you something in return. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. say give us money. That's just rude. But yeah. uh, hopefully we'll have some bonus material that uh, you might find interesting or entertaining. So uh, keep checking back with us, and uh, we will post more information as it becomes available. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we always appreciate any support we get. That's and right. um, finally, um, so... Uh, Marriage Survival Boot Camp is coming out on February 16th, which is, you know, two days after uh, Valentine's Day. That's right. That's why we chose to do High School Sweethearts for this episode. And then um, also um, on February the 13th, uh, a Kickstarter for a card game called Marijuana Mogul will be coming out. You probably heard the commercial for it at the beginning of this. That's right. So uh, pay attention to that. Uh, We've been working with a local game creator who's done several successful stick card. 
Stick Carters? Stick Carters, yeah. yeah. Let's try that again. Kickstarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, see Michael Hall. He is a fantastic illustrator and game designer. He's been uh, he's been very good, uh, very good to work with. Uh, we've been very pleased with uh, what what he's made for us. And uh, yeah, do uh, do check out our Kickstarter campaign for uh, Marijuana Mogul. It's a um, Easy, easy to learn uh, card game, but it's got a lot of uh, interesting mechanics in it that should make it uh, fun for everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go check out Kickstarter. You can learn all about it. It's called Marijuana Mogul. Uh, Facebook.com backslash our username got banned. Not so. Yeah. What? No, it's okay. It's fine. What, what did I say? Backslash. Oh, I said backslash. I'm sorry. <laughs> Facebook.com. See, this is one of those marital things. It's That's like right. GIF and GIF. Uh-huh. With me, I always say backslash, and I should just say Slash Facebook.com slash yeah. our username got banned. It's all good. Whatever. So we, anyway. We try not to be too critical of each other. <laughs> I love you, dear. <laughs> I love you, dear. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So, all right. Housekeeping's out of the way. Yay. Now um, to the show. Now to the show. All right. So, high school <laughs> sweethearts. So, if you listen to episode one, you know that we met when we were 13 years old. That's right. Uh, went to high school together. Actually started dating in Damon's senior year, my junior year. Um we were about 17, 18 years old when we started dating. Right. So that makes us high school sweethearts. High school sweethearts, yeah. And um, it's really interesting. I have found over... Uh, when I moved from the south to the northwest, I found that on a daily basis, I get either asked or told that I have a southern accent. Um, and I have to have this... Con- and, you know, it doesn't sound that bad. It's like, what's the big deal? Somebody says, hey, where are you from? And you go, I'm from Georgia. What part of Georgia? Northwest Georgia. It's an hour and a half north of Atlanta. Say that every day, three or four times a day. And um, it becomes agitating at the least. Um, so we have learned over the years, though, that there is sort of a relationship equivalent of that. And that is... Hey, how long have you guys known each other? Oh, well, we're high school sweethearts. Oh. Oh. I married my high school sweetheart. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we divorced about five years in. What the fuck? We get so sick and tired of people coming to us to tell us their uh, their crash and burn story. Like, you can see it in their face. They're like, you're going to crash and burn. We crashed and burned. You're gonna crash and burn. Yeah. You can see it. They're rooting for it. It's right. disgusting. Either either it's the person you're talking to who had a bad experience from their high school sweetheart, or they know somebody. Yeah. But inevitably, somebody somewhere that you're talking to has had experience with or knows somebody who's had experience with a high school sweetheart romance that didn't last. And why they could feel compelled to tell us Misery loves company. I, I guess. guess. I mean, uh, it's like you know what are you trying to say? You're just you're, you're just you're just telling us that we're not going to make it. That mm. you know that no matter what we do, it's doomed to fail because there's something magical about being high school sweethearts that guarantees that you can't make it last. Because what you married too young, or I mean, I married too young, started dating too young, you started the relationship too early. I I don't know. It's I don't. I would love to know what goes through people's minds. It'd be interesting to take a survey of why do you think you know. Uh, High school sweethearts fail, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that That's the premise. Like, you set that up saying, okay, this is what people believe. Why do you think that's true? I think it, I think it has something to do with something that I've always had a slight fear of. And 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was distracted. We're recording at home. You're listening to a married couple talk about marriage at home while the dishwasher and the um, laundry is going. going. It's great. Yeah, it's going. The sounds of the household. So, but anyway, I think one of the one of the the slight fears that I've had in the back of my head for a long time is the fact that because we were high school sweethearts and I was your only relationship and your only girlfriend, yeah, that you would one day just kind of look up and go, I, what have I been missing out on? What have I, and, and we kind of had a little bit of it. And I guess my fears are founded. Sort be, of. Sort of, because I've gone through this once with you for a brief moment. The right. absolute, like, as far as like relationship hiccups are concerned, it was the briefest. It was, but it was powerful. It was powerful. So yeah. do so, you want, you tell it from your end first. Okay. Well, let, let me give a little bit of backstory uh yeah. before we even started dating we were we were good friends in high school we covered that in uh the first episode so um you don't need to cover that again but one of the things we used to do when we were just friends even um was we would hang out and talk for long periods of time mm-hmm. and then when we started dating we continued that in fact I was, I was, you know, the canonical good kid in high school. I never got into trouble. I never did anything. What was that word? Canonical. Could you spell that, please? C-A-N-O-N-I-C-A-L. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Go ahead. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just like fucking with him. Throw out, throw out uh, big heavy words. Um, Anyway, uh, we... I married my valedictorian of my high school, so there you go. And I married the high school dropout, so there you go. Hmm. See, opposites attract. Uh, another reason why we shouldn't have lasted, right? Right. Uh, so we used to we used to sit up and talk a lot. I would go over to April's house, and we would sit outside on the hood of my car and just talk about everything, life, you know, what was going on, things that were frustrating us, just everything. And you know, like I said, I didn't get into trouble. And then I started when I was hanging, out. hanging out with April. Mm-hmm. I would stay out till like midnight two in the morning and I would forget to call home and say, Hey, I was out. And my dad would just, he, he wasn't mad, but he was really shocked. He was he like, was patient though. He, he, he was, was patient. very patient. He, to you give him be... credit, he was extremely Dude, patient. But... And I called every night at dinner, yeah. every night, no yeah. matter how many times Damon said, don't, don't do call it. at dinner. I called every night because at she, she couldn't keep it straight. Anyway, that's 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 so that's a calling issue. But my calling issue was I got so wrapped up in talking to April that I would forget to call home, and I would so I would I would be out really late at night on school nights. I mean, I had to get up for school the next day, and so I would come I would come dragging home, you know, like a bad kid who had been out partying or something like that, which I wasn't. We weren't even doing anything. We weren't even making out. That was I mean, the sad, but whatever. So innocent. We were just we were just talking about so many things, um, and. I would get home and dad would be waiting for me. It's like, you didn't call again. I'm like, I know. He's like, you know, I don't, I know where you're at. If you would just call and just let me know that you're okay, you could actually even stay out later. I mean, you, I know you have a normal curfew, but I know where you're at. You're safe. Just call me. I, and I just couldn't do it. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I was so, I was so enraptured in the whole experience and so jealous of every second I was spending. I mean, this sounds so sickening, right? But it really, it really was. It really was. I was just so enraptured in the moment. 
I couldn't think of anything else. I really couldn't. And this was the era, this was the era before cell phones, so it wasn't as convenient as reaching in my pocket and picking up a phone. To call my dad, I would have had to go inside, pick up a manual phone, dial home, and call. Which Not that that's an lit- excuse. No, but it literally would have been... 15 feet away from my mother's bedroom door yeah. at 2 in the morning. And we were sitting outside and talking, and I just didn't want to break that flow. I mean, we had we had something awesome going on, and I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. Not only couldn't I do it, but I didn't even think about it. Just it didn't even enter my teenage brain. So, so this is a part of our lives. This is a very important part of our lives. It established uh, um, a strong communication bond between us that we talked about everything we talked about you know what we wanted out of life you know we talked about uh kids versus no kids you know what we were going to do when we got married just everything we kind of just decided we were going to get married long before we really did we you ever proposed yeah we we pretty much had it all planned out yeah by you know for after uh, many months of doing that so i mean even at that age we even at that age, in the summer before college, you and I talked about the fact that we could not get married before you graduated. Right. That you were going to be the key to getting me out of Rome, Georgia. Absolutely. And uh, and that was the goal. That was the goal. We that had, was the goal. We had a plan. We we, we always made a plan made together. Pl- yeah. We, and and it's been and it's been that way ever since. We will sit up. We will lay in bed, staring at the ceiling, not doing anything, just staring at the ceiling, having these deep discussions about like, especially for like big life experiences. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, buying a house or making a move or changing a job. You or know, starting this business. Or starting this business. Yeah. You know, just you know, just these long drawn out discussions that go on for just hours. Hours. Yeah. You know, well into the night sometimes. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, a- so this is a very established habit of right. us. So. Right. So, so moving on, m- moving on. So that was a long backstory, but it was important because short story, really fucking long. Right. Short story. Yeah. Too late. Uh, uh, so cut to me going off to college. So I, um, you know, I spent the week uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, going to uh, Georgia Tech. And then on the weekends, I would visit April. So, you know, I, I was away from her the whole week every week monday through friday it was torturous had to go to class and all that but i hung i made friends with you know people in the dorm and then eventually got some went out and uh rented a house with some housemates and friends and so we would hang out and do things during the evening when we were out of classes um and then through that uh one of my friends he had met uh, this uh, just, we, I mean, it was mostly guys, but we had a few girls in the group that uh, we hung out with. And we were, we were at somebody's dorm room, and I had struck up a conversation with this one girl. And I don't know what it was, but something, something tri- uh, tripped. And, and, you know, and I just start, we just carried on this long conversation. People started leaving and we still hung out and people left. And then it was just the two of us and we were still talking. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is just like the experience I had with April back in high school. Uh oh, that's I can a problem. Have, I can have this type of experience with other people. With other people, yeah. yeah. And that was significant. I yeah. didn't realize it. I thought it was unique, you know, but then I was having this long conversation with this, with this girl and I was like, wow, what is going on? And I didn't know what to do. I was confused. I had I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what it meant. 
but I couldn't keep it to myself. I honestly couldn't. So as soon as I got a chance to talk to April that weekend, I was like, you nope. called me on a Thursday night. I believe. Yeah, it yeah. was a Thursday night. Yeah, before we even met. Um, yeah, because you always came home on Fridays. That's right. So I said, uh, look, I was at a party and I started talking to this girl and we hung out and talked into the wee hours of the morning like we, like you and I did. And I don't know what I want to do about it. And yeah, so that was from my perspective. So I guess at that point I was kind of like, I was trying to see what April thought about it, trying to figure out what should I do about it. You know, I, I needed, I needed some advice, some guidance, something because this was, you know, I'm, I'm because of my inexperience with relationships, I was completely lost. I didn't know how to move forward from this. Right. And I guess another thing too was you had developed friendships at college that were uh, so new you weren't tight with anybody. That's right. Gabriel, the guy that you were really tight with in high school, had gotten married right and had just had a child like like the right as you were going into college he had a job back in rome mm-hmm. had a child um had gotten married and all that so you were we weren't hanging out with them because right. they were like a completely different lifestyle mm-hmm. and so really you and i had that's when you and i started developing how tight we were absolutely yeah because we were we were the common bond between each other yeah. right and we would we would talk every night on right. the phone before bed till the wee hours of the morning and both of us having to get up him early for classes and me for work because i had a job at that point um uh, well i was still going to school but i did have a job at that point yeah. i was working in a print shop but anyway um so damon and when he, he I was his best friend. Yeah. And he was my best friend. So when you have a, a relationship question, who do you ask? Your best friend. You ask your best friend. Of course. So he asked me. And yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even have a second thought about, about <laughs> whether or not I would tell her. Of course I would. Well, um, um, <laughs> so I'm sitting on the other side of that phone and my butt puckered because it, it was just like... I, you know, I didn't have that fear. Now, here's something interesting about me that a lot of people, for some reason, have a hard time believing, but it is absolutely true. I'm not a jealous person. I never have been. I've had boyfriends break up with me because I didn't get jealous enough for their ego. Yeah. It was really weird. So, when you called me, my butt puckered, but I didn't get... I. I hadn't considered this. Right. Like, I just, I just trusted you and Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered that something like, like this would happen because up until that point, there was a girl in high school had, who had come to me and said that she wanted to go out with you after we had started dating in your senior year. And I told her, look, it's like this. If you want to go out with him, go ask him. If he says yes, he's yours because he's obviously not mine. Right. I mean, it makes sense. It's yeah. If you trust your partner, then you don't have to worry about your partner cheating. And if, if they wind up cheating, then they weren't the partner for you. Right. Yeah. And I have this weird, cold, um, I think I just got it from watching my mom and dad and the weird shit and the, the, 
the breakups and then the divorce and then mom marrying my stepdad and all that kind of shit. And I was just like, this is just too fucking complicated. And so I just never really acted that way in relationships. And I think a lot of people thought relationships have to be that way. They have to be these weird games that you play and you're trying to be one up on the other person and make sure that they're not doing anything to you or doing anything behind your back. And I was just like, I can't deal with that shit so no, and there's no that's that seems to be the opposite of what a relationship should be you should, if you if you can't trust the person you're with why are you with them right so i was like well one i didn't see that coming right and two when it hit me i was i was i wasn't jealous i was scared yeah i was um Later, thinking about it, because before we started this, we were like, I was like, what was that girl's name? And you were like, I don't know. I don't remember. And you said you remembered her nickname, which was Stash. Yeah. And I think I remember it was an odd name. It was like Juno or Jupiter or something like that. It, yeah. it was a, it was for planetary. Some, it was planetary, I believe. <laughs> so for whatever reason. So um, maybe it blew my mind out mm-hmm. in the outer space. I oh, don't yeah. know. So I was like, all right. And so what I did was I, I, for whatever reason, I had a moment of total wisdom and I said the perfect thing. Yeah. I said, well, uh, do you like her? And he said, I think so. And I said, okay, well, it's like this. You either have me as a girlfriend or you don't. Yeah. So make a decision. Uh, Let me know by Sunday night. Right. I'm not going to be waiting by the phone. I'm not going to be waiting by the phone. And I hung up on him. And yeah. I don't know why I took that like serial killer cold calculated route. Because believe me, I hung up the phone and cried for a long time. But you weren't going to let me know that. Well, hell no. 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 Never let him see you sweat. That's right. Never let There's... anybody know. what The biggest piece of advice I can ever give anybody is never let them know what your buttons are. Yeah. And I don't mean that of your partner. I mean, in general. Yeah. Like eventually Damon did. Damon knows all my buttons. Yeah, but, but yeah, but it was a it was a crucial moment in our relationship yeah. where I need you know it it was important that I I needed to know that I had to make a decision. I couldn't have it both ways. I couldn't straddle the fence here. It wasn't fair to April for me to um for me to string her along if I had this kind of you know one relationship at college and one at one at, in Rome. That's that's not right. I need to I need to pick something and go with it. So yeah, did I, mean, I did I want you know the steadiness of what relationship I knew, or did I need to experience a bunch of different relationships? You know, and and if that was the case, then there's there's no point in going on with the one I had. Right. If and that's I, what I needed. Right. And you have to consider from my side, I had just made a long term plan with someone. Yeah. And I was in a shitty job sticking with said shitty job to get a transfer to the same company in Atlanta. Right. So that I could be closer to you to yeah. make it easier for us to, you, you had know. a plan for your life that involved me. Yeah. And so for you to just throw this at me, it's like, okay, well my world just changed. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm sorry. I need a little more notice than that. So that's kind of why I gave you a. De- I think intuitively, I think that's. I and all of that thought did not go into it at that moment. I admit that. Yeah. Um, but intuitively, I think that's what I knew. It's like no motherfucker. I just made some really serious long term plans with you. You fucking better figure out what you want to do. Right. 
like now because actually leading up to this point we'd had long conversations about having children which will be a different uh that'll be a show all its own absolutely but I had more than once said, if you think there is ever a chance you'll want children, you have to break now. Right. This is your chance because I'm not going to be the woman to give them to you. I don't know how to express to you that when I say I have made up my mind, even at the mere age of 17 years old, I have made up my mind and I have never... I have never wavered. wavered at all. Yeah. So he knew that once I make up my mind to like, I got a goal, this is what I'm going to do. So I was like, okay, I guess intuitively I knew I, all right, I need you to make a decision. So, yeah. so there we stood for this weekend. Now, how was your weekend? It was, it, it was, it was a little rough. I was, I had to really, you know, search your feelings. Uh, I had to, I had to go through that. I had to kind of think about it. I didn't talk to this girl during the weekend cause I didn't want anything clouding my judgment. You know, I had to kind of separate it all. Think of the positives and the negatives. You know, what did I really want? Was it just a, a novelty or was there something there? You know, what, did, what did I really, what do I really need and want in my life? And, um, I took the full weekend too. I mean, I, yeah, I could have, I probably could have come to a decision sooner, but I wanted to make sure it felt, you know, I, it was that tipping point. You feel sometimes that you're at the tipping point of, you know, a moment in your life. And for me, it was important to give it as much time as I could, even though I had this deadline looming, which kind of sucks for April because she had to wait on me to make this decision. But uh, well, I, it, sucks. it needed to be done. It sucks to have to make a tipping, a, a life Tipping a tipping point life decision on a schedule. Yeah, but it's but it was it it was a two way street. A right. you shouldn't. It, nah, it really wasn't fair of me to make you make that big of a life decision on the spot. But at the same time, you. Could it wasn't fair of you to ask me to just put my life on hold while no. you figured yours out? Exactly you know? right to just you know be wishy washy and, and, and that yeah even back then uh, I knew I deserved my own autonomy and like right. look I'll make plans with you but yeah. you got to respect me back absolutely yeah. got to be sure of what of what you want and that you're as committed to this as I am so mm -hmm. yeah that commitment is really what it's all about and yeah. so I took the full weekend um, I figured that she's doing her own thing and when i called her she would uh that's that's when she would be ready to hear my decision so on sunday i called her with my decision oh yeah and this motherfucker waited till like eight o'clock at night oh yeah on sunday night yeah. to call me like how long did you sit and stare at your phone uh for a while yeah 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 <laughs> and my heart was beating really fast because uh, honestly i thought that i had already screwed up i really thought i did i thought even just by entertaining the idea that if when I called you and said, you know, and gave you my decision that you would be like, no, you know, go away. <laughs> no matter what I said, I, I really I, I, I had great fear that I had already. I considered it. It's already been it. too late. Yeah. I considered I, it. You, you know, you would have been within your rights to I do it. Honestly, it. Yeah. honestly, you would have. But my, you know, we obviously, you know, you can guess at my decision. But, yeah, I decided to stick with April. It's like I realized that it was that. It's like that, you know, that new puppy, that new car smell, that, you know, that, <laughs> the new love smell, the new love smell of the previous episode. Yeah, it's that it's that it's the novelty, the newness of it that uh, that made this uh, made it 
intriguing, but I realized, you know what, that's why would I throw away so many years of our friendship and then love and understanding between each other for some novelty that's stupid, you know? And, and I, and I, you know, I felt like, no, I want, I want the thing that I have all uh, that I have in my hand. There's nothing, there's no reason to throw that away. So I made the decision. I said, you know what? I want to be with you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And that was, that was pretty much that. I, I sat on the other side of the phone. I listened. He gave me kind of that speech Mm -hmm. and I, I sat there and listened for a few seconds and I really considered being like, no, fuck you. Right. Because what he didn't know at the time was that I hung up the phone with him that Thursday night. Right. And I was bawling. Right. Friday night, my mother comes in my room and just pulls me out of my bed because I was still living with my mom. I was over uh, 21 at the, or we were, no, we were 20. Yeah. Yeah, I was 20. Um, my mom pulls me out of bed and makes me get dressed. And I forget where we went. We went somewhere I was allowed to go, even though I wasn't allowed to drink. Mm-hmm. And she had called all the ladies that she worked with at the mill and all the uh, eligible sons descended upon this dance hall. Yeah. And I was danced to death that Friday night. You were given your choices too. I was given my choices as well. I danced with probably 10 different dudes that night. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday went to a movie with one of them. Yeah. And I didn't really want to go, but my, but mom made me. Right. So I went to the movie with this guy and then Sunday I just sat at home and waited on that phone call mm-hmm. and, uh, and waited and waited. And I'll tell you, it's really funny. It, it, it was, it was really interesting. Like, I don't know. It, it was, and it was a, it was a wide range of boys, like yeah. cowboys, cowboys, like kind of preppy looking dudes, yeah. you know, blue collar dudes, white collar dudes. Yeah. Just, just the range and you know, tall, short, skinny, fat, you know, and um, I just wasn't, none of them were interesting. Yeah. None of them were, were cute enough. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So cut to Sunday night and I call you and tell you that I want to be with you and. And I said, I said, okay, well then uh, you, you need to, uh, are you really, really sure? Like I I'm am, going to make you make a decision like. Yeah. This is commitment. This is commitment. It if it, any, Yeah. And I even told him, I was like, and at any point, if the doubt hits again. Tell me, yeah. we, we need to reevaluate. Right, absolutely. And, and so I said, I said, nope, I'm committed to this. Um, you know, if it ever comes again, up again, I will mention it. But as of right now, I am, I am committed to the rest of our life for it. I think that's why I was satisfied with such a long engagement too. Yeah, we had a really long engagement. A lot of people uh, don't do more than two years. Yeah, we, we went six. Yeah. Six years. So I think that's probably why I was okay with waiting that long. I mean, we lived together, which yeah. was a big deal back in those it, days. It was. But we also, you know, I, I there was still, you know, I was still on the college campus. I still went out with other people to have to, to you know, just hang out with friends and stuff. And so, yeah, it was, uh, there were, I guess there could have been other opportunities, but it this, 
issue never came up again for me. I never, once I made that decision, I think it was, like I said, it was a, the switch in my mind got flipped to the correct bit, if you will. And I, 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 I made it part of the way I think about the relationship as commitment is, you know, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the pillars of it. And once I did that, it never entered my mind again. Just, I mean, I've met other, other women that were interesting, but it never occurred to me that that could be a relationship thing. That that's like, that, nope, that's didn't even cross my mind. You know what? And that brings to mind, I didn't yeah. even think about this until we started talking, but that yeah. brings to mind our, um, uh, sexual status i guess yeah this has been a subject of conversation among a lot of family members because for some reason it's very interesting as to are we monogamous or not yeah are we swingers swingers? (laughs) are we uh you know polyamorous are we we've had this come up like we've had i've had people who have married into my family Look at me and Damon and go, they're swingers. Yeah. They knew instantly. We're, I guess because we're not jealous of each other. I guess. Yeah. We'll have to, I think that sounds like a subject that could be a whole nother episode. It could, but. but, but we but could touch on it briefly, yeah. Right. But here's the answer to the to to your question. No, we're, we're not. not. We're, we're not. We're monogamous. I'm flirty. Yeah. I've always been flirty. I've, mm-hmm. um. I think that's the problem. I yeah. think the problem is that I've always been flirty and, and confident I'm, and confident and I have never been shy about getting close to people using my femininity or my sexuality to yeah. um, to make a joke or to, or or what or to even advance something I wanted to advance and I've done it right in front of my husband because he knows he watches me and goes I know exactly what she's trying to do right. and he doesn't get in my way no and I and I support it because I mean I I am confident in our relationship so confident that I actually I actually enjoy it it's like yeah isn't she great you know do you know you you like looking at her you like uh, uh, seeing what she does she's mine yeah <laughs> she's mine and i'm proud to have it it's um you know i <laughs> at the end of the day i crawl I, into his bed that's right at the end of the day we are we are with each other and that's what matters and so it doesn't bother me at all because what am i losing i'm losing nothing in fact if anything it just in in my mind at least increases the status of our relationship because like look how strong this relationship is we can go out we can have fun uh, you know and it doesn't matter you know how we act with other people because we it doesn't change our relationship at all yeah it doesn't and, but we're not swingers but because what we have is ours just between each other yeah yeah but he but i mean you have to he, you have to understand he's known means me since we were 13 we he has actually watched my personality develop yeah like my adult personality your adult personality starts developing in your teen years and you watched and helped mold it. Mm-hmm. And so you've seen me, but it, it just how I interact with people. I'm a very person. It's really funny. I've come over the years. I've learned I'm truly a, an introvert, but yeah. when I turn it on, I can turn it on and, and I'm very personable with anybody. And right. And her her flirty nature is part of that. It's yeah. it's just she she lights up and then just shares 
everything about herself with everyone in the room and it's 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 i think it's amazing to watch i love it i think it's great i think it's one of the things i like about it one of the reasons i was attracted to her in the first place is just that force of personality that comes into the room you know is just it blows me away it still does and, and I, I love it and i do it because i like meeting people mm-hmm. and when i open up to people like that they open up back to me and yeah. then it just creates a i mean um I, I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point, but we've had friends who talk about like never go, never go full April on somebody, right. which my personality can go into the manic and right. then it can be really off putting. And Damon seems to be one of the few people who can handle that on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle the full April. You well, I better ha- be able yeah, to, right? Exactly. I, I yeah. have to live with the full yeah, April. Yeah, you so. do. Yeah. And you, poor you. Um, but anyway, so the whole point of this was, you know, being high school sweethearts right here at Valentine's Day and everything. Um, yeah, for some reason, people like to talk about how they think our relationship is, you know, like, don't you worry, it's it's going to fail, that yeah. it's coming, it's going to happen. I mean, well, and, and that experience, you know, just made our relationship stronger and proved, I think, to both of us that we're solid. We're, we're not we're not worried about this at all. Yeah. I mean, no matter how many times people tell us of the other stories that happen. I mean, and we even know some of some relationships that did break down after being together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. We've we've known a couple that was together for in in the range of 30 something years, 35 yeah. years, something like that. And, and then one day the guy just packed his bags and left. Yeah. Just no no reason, no explanation. It just happened. Didn't have a girlfriend. No. Didn't have a place to go. Just left. And, uh, I mean, we have our suspicions about what happened, but, yeah, I mean, so, you know, we're not dumb. We know it happens to people just because you've had a long-term relationship doesn't mean it can't happen. But because of the way we communicate, we're confident that it's not going to happen to us because we talk. We talk so much, and we have that relationship that's built on that conversation communication that i i don't i don't have any fear of that yeah we know each other's tales too yeah exactly yeah like um i've 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 joked that and i mean honestly i'm a storyteller i go on stage and try to tell jokes and stories and stuff so i can uh weave a yarn as they say Mm -hmm. um but i you know damon Damon knows when something's bothering me. Right. Um, he knows. Um, I just I don't even attempt to really lie to him. I I might withhold, but it won't last for very long no. because he, he picks it up and yeah. I do the same to him. Yeah. Same thing with me. She knows that. I mean, I my personality changes. My my the way I talk to you changes, and you're like, okay, something's bothering you. You yeah. know, cough it up, and and then I eventually do, and we work it out. Yeah. Because we 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 operate as a team. That's that's how we work. Yeah, you know, and strangely, I think it's because I'll tell you what your tell is. I mean, it, it, who who cares? But um, you yeah. know how every time we have friends often that'll tell me they'll come to me and they'll go, you know, do you know how he looks at you? Yeah. And I'll and I'll say, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I love it. And he's looking at me that way right now uh-huh. across the table. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do, and I love it. I absolutely. I it. There is nothing in this world better than to look at somebody who adores you and to see it on their face it just it's the best feeling in the world and i wish everybody in the world could have it so yes i completely um i completely know what know what that's all about i I have no idea where i was going 
Oh, uh, just to uh, just to say that uh, I guess when I don't do that, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's, it, yeah. that's my tell. Yeah, that's that your when tell. There's, you when there's a... something, when I'm not looking at you that way, when it's off. Yeah, when I'm talking to you about something and you, oh, you have a sharp, that's what I was going to say. You sharp. have a really sharp, sharp, uh, A, sense of humor and B, wit when you are perturbed. Yeah, and I, and I, unfortunately, it's, it's sharp enough to cut. It hurts. Yeah, you, you really know how to, I don't know. I you're a very observant person, so you know the thing that hurts people the most. And, yeah, and me, you know, you know my buttons better than anybody. Right, and I mean that's yeah, it's, which it's is unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but it happened. Yeah, but hey, some of my for another episode, some of the, my biggest life changes have been because of that sharp, uh, sharp tongue it, of it yours. Has, it has been um, so. So hmm, we'll yeah. we'll talk about how we're we're good for each other, we're bad for each other. That's right. That will be another episode. No. Uh, did you want to cover the other relationship? Oh that yeah, we've heard we were going to talk about an, another long-term marriage we knew. Um, they weren't high school sweethearts, but they met right out of high school. Yeah, and they got married, had a long, long, long marriage into the range of thirty-ish years, uh-huh. ch- multiple children. Yep, and um, the husband did the unspeakable. Yeah, and uh, but they didn't divorce. Yeah, that's the curious so, thing. Yeah, they. Um, they stuck together. That's the curious thing. You yeah, know? I it's I feel like it's a it is now a relationship of convenience and appearance. Like yeah. the the what made it uh, the uh, the, re- the original relationship at the core, like that core is gone because yeah. well, there's a violation. There's yeah. a clear violation of the rules, and that that's got to strip something out of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, it does. I just I don't know. There's a I I think. There's something there, though, you can tell. You can tell when they're together. There's yeah. something there that Still. just didn't break. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it didn't even break through that. That's yeah. that's kind of amazing. It is so, amazing. Um, I hope. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not going to sit here and go, it's never going to happen to me. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's going to happen. I'm just, I'm... <sighs> life is weird. Shit happens. Like, I told Damon, I said, I used to joke. I was like, you know... He doesn't understand how cute he is and how adorable he is. And I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to walk into a room. You're not going to be reading the cues right from some woman. And she's going to have one leg wrapped around you, a hand on the back of your head, and, you know, her face sucking yours off the second I walk through a door. Before I even have a chance to react and push her off of me. Exactly. But it'll look like we've been there for a long time. Exactly. Of course. It's the the classic sitcom thing where, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, my gosh. You know, will a relationship last? Right. So uh, I've I've always been one of those people who hate absolutes. I don't Mm. like it's like it's going to be like this or it's going to be like that. Every situation has to be. Yeah, um, and I, yeah. Every situation has to be addressed individually, so I can't say. Right. I can't say. I, I think we've got a strong enough base. I think we do, and I think I guess I should amend what I had said earlier. You know, based on that, it's like I'm confident. You know, not that saying that this thing could never happen again. What happened? You know, when I was in college, but I'm confident that our relationship could see it through. Let's put it that way. That yeah. I'm that we have such a tight bond that if something weird like that were to happen again to either you or I that we could talk our way through it and work it out like I I think we could I think we could stop it before it became a problem yeah let's put it that way well your dad has often said that uh, our relationship is symbiotic yeah it is it is we we need each other yeah we don't we don't just like being with each other we don't just love each other we need each other there's a strong 
strong back and flow, uh, back and forth flow between us that yeah. uh, that we need. Here comes Miss Chatty Caddy. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, if you hear our cat meowing in the background, sorry about that. We're yes. recording at home, as April said, and get all the home sounds. So here yeah, she comes. Here she comes. She's talking to you. She woke up and she figured out we weren't there anymore. So, oh, Where my God. Meow. It is the You Gonna Meow podcast network. It and is the you she's going to meow. She's going to meow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I'm not going to operate in absolutes. I think every situation needs to be... Uh, addressed on a by by situation right you you get what i'm saying yeah i get what you're saying my eye is burning david's sitting here watching me like just rub my eye like "Ah, Uh, you want to wrap this up then i mean we said what we want to say so yeah so uh, yeah we're about 45 minutes so yeah we've said what we want to say and um i guess that's about it uh college let's see looking at our notes um well, you know, like I said, people want to see us crash and burn, but you're not gonna. No, you're not. We're stronger than that. Yeah. We, and, we will survive it. And honestly, uh, what what really is going to happen is if we do start to crash and burn, then I will just up the poisoning of his meals and end it all, and that'll be it. See? Murder-suicide. There you go. You've been listening to Marriage Survival Boot Camp on You Gonna Meow Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. Now drop and give me 20.